0: Hi there. We're so glad you found The Fabric Podcast. Before you start listening, we wanted to let you know that this is one of our earlier episodes where our show was called The Check-In. On these episodes, we talk about the company, giving you insight into who we are and what we do. But in 2019, we realized we really want to focus more on company culture. So we refocused and renamed the podcast. So just a heads up that this earlier episode is still us, the team from The Receptionist, but just with a different show name and a slightly different focus. Thanks for listening. On this episode of The Check-In, we're joined again by Delyn Berry, Director of Engineering and co-founder here at The Receptionist. Our topic is one that everyone can relate to. We're discussing goals. Goals are those big things you want to accomplish. We have them for one year out, three years, and even 10 years. They give us direction and aim, but we do something a little bit differently here at The Receptionist. We break that down a bit more and in a unique way. We have themes for each quarter. This is something that guides us and what every person and every department is ultimately working on. And then we have rocks. These are those smaller picture pieces that are going to inform our themes that help us move towards those bigger picture goals. So on the episode with Delin, we are talking about SMART goals, where goals can go wrong, the strategies that we take to accomplish our goals, and how you can apply some of our ideas even if the goals are handed to you from your company. So stick around. Delin, we are excited to have you back on the podcast. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great, Sarah. How about yourself?
0: I'm good, thank you. So we are talking about a topic that I think is important for all companies, no matter where they are, what their industry is, this is an important topic. We're talking about goals. Absolutely. So let's start broad. Why are goals important for
1: a company to have? Well, I think the main reason for a company to have goals is it gives your company a vision, something to shoot for and try and attain. And I think there's there's kind of like a stigma around goals of like, you know, oh, it's like this you know, terrible thing that, you know, just comes down from above and gets dropped on you. And then you kind of have to like deal with it and stuff like that. We, we like to think of goals a little bit differently in that, A, we're not afraid to fail with a goal. Um, That's one big thing, like as long as we're learning from it. And they're also bringing in like our uh, values. We were really big on collaborating on what our goals are so that everyone feels like they're in it together, defining what that vision is and where the company is headed. I think that's one thing that we. Like to do with our goals to ensure that it's not just you know something that's tossed down and isn't really attainable or achievable. And I'll kind of touch in on you know, some other things that we do with that too, in right, a little
0: bit. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, goals give you direction; they give you aim for where you're trying to go and what you want yeah. to do. But as you've probably seen, not so much here at the receptionist, but in other companies, goals can go wrong, right? Or even in your personal life, goals oh, yeah. can go wrong. Yeah. So where where do you think that happens, or why does that happen?
1: Um, Well, so I think there's a couple of things. A lot of people have too many goals that they are working on. And so then that causes them to be distracted and shift from one priority to another. They also have everything kind of equal priority. Mm -hmm. So then you feel like you have to be working on 10 different things all at once. And then you really only make small little progress on those 10 things, as opposed to being able to focus on one and make a lot of progress on that one. And then feel get to that level of attainment. I think another thing that goes wrong with goals is when you do fail, like not taking the time to look back and do a retro on what happened, how you could have gotten better. You just kind of end up beating yourself up. And then that like demotivates you from setting new goals or, or prolongs the period of you setting a new goal because you're still feeling bad about what you, know, what you didn't attain. Another thing that we do here is we started, we use a, a framework called the SMART goal setting framework. I don't know if you've heard of this at all, but
0: I love I love smart goals. Yeah. <laughs> we
1: don't um, I mean we don't make sure that like everything ticks this box, but we're always looking at all of our goals through these lenses. And the, the SMART for people who don't know is uh, an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. So that's one thing as we're setting goals either at the Leadership level or at the individual level, we're kind of always having those questions in the back of our minds of are these goals meeting those five pieces of criteria? And if not, maybe we need to define the goal better or maybe we need to consider something else entirely differently.
0: Yeah. And um, I, I love SMART for, for myself and helping people set goals. I actually like to look at the A as adjustable mm-hmm. because I think that, you know, a lot of times we have this goal and it's set in stone. And if we don't reach it or our timeline isn't looking right, we get frustrated and it gets abandoned but goals really can be adjustable
1: yes. to either along the way or yeah, especially when you're in the process of trying to achieve yes. that goal, right? Like you want to set it so that it's attainable to feel that start and you feel like you can accomplish it. And then once you yeah. kind of get into it, you never know what you're going to learn or what outside thing is going to come in and impact you. And if you can, then you be adjustable, like you said, and kind of tweak it and say, well, we can still feel like we accomplished this goal by making this one little minor tweak to our goal. And that sets you up. Uh, like mentally to feel like, okay, yeah, I still feel good about this as opposed to, oh, we didn't meet our goal because we were too rigid, you know, didn't meet the exact criteria that we set out when we we first started.
0: Right. And I think adjustable can work in a positive way too. You know, if you blow your goal out of the water, don't be done, you know, don't stop moving, adjust it, you know, go for bigger or, you know, adjust the timeline or whatever it might be. So sometimes we can make that adjustment in positive ways too, because we do more than maybe we expected. That we mm-hmm. could accomplish, yeah. So we're, you know, we're talking a lot about goals, but here at the receptionist, we actually look at those a little bit differently. We have themes and rocks. So talk to us about what those actually are.
1: Yeah. So goals are kind of like our high-level, big, hairy, audacious goals. I don't know if you kind of Hag, um, That's another kind of term in goal setting. So we have really large things that we set out that are, you know, one year, three year, ten year goals for the company. But then we like to break those things down into smaller, quarterly achievable results. Um, and that's where we use themes and rocks to help us achieve. so we have our you know one year goal of a certain number of locations to bring on and we have one year goals for revenue targets and things like that. but when you're sitting out there a year out you have no way how to know what path you're gonna need to take in order to hit that that's just like the target that's like how you're gonna get there then at the leadership level every quarter we kind of come together and we pick a theme for the company to, ensure that their goal ties to that theme so that everyone is kind of working together in a common way and thinking about the problems that we're trying to solve as a company in the common way that then stitch back to that annual goal or that three-year goal. So a good example of that is like right now in this quarter, we're on a theme of education. And that's a broad enough topic to where it can be applied to you know internal education, external education to our customers, creating education for new partnerships that we may be creating, things like that. But it also focuses everyone, so everyone knows. Okay, we're we're only you know I may have an idea for something, but since it doesn't fit into the theme of education, I can know that. All right, I'm going to set that one on the back burner. Maybe come to it the next quarter when another theme approaches. Or it helps me like think of that thing that I want to accomplish and try and spin it and fit it into like the education theme, which then mirrors up with every, with what everyone else is doing and kind of gives. Everyone, the ability to feel like, hey, we're all in this together, working on a common sort of trajectory and set of things, which then increases collaboration because, you know, someone's working on an education content piece for, you know, marketing and I'm doing something in development. And oh, if we just kind of stitch these two things together, or hey, I have experience of that, let me help you out because we all kind of using this common theme language, it really helps out. And then there's also rocks that are individual projects or goals that people set that tie to that theme. So that's where we present the theme in our quarterly strategy meeting. And then everyone sort of decides on what their individual goal or rock for that quarter is going to be that ties to that theme. And then we get together and we collaborate on what those things are, and then present that to the entire company. And then we kind of head off to start in on the quarter.
0: Yeah. So Share with us then, as so the theme has been set, the rocks have been settled on. Share then about the review process um, once that's in motion. So how are we coming back to these
1: different pieces? Yeah, so every uh, every day we have a daily stand-up um, and we use Slack for most of our stand-up reports. Everyone pops into Slack every morning and says, what did you work on yesterday? What are you working on today? And what blockers may you have? that are preventing you from achieving what you're trying to do for the quarter or the day. And so that gives everyone kind of a touch point of what's happening day to day for everyone. And then every two weeks when we are kind of all together in the office, we have an in-person standup where we're doing kind of the same thing. and We're giving larger updates on, again, okay, the last two weeks here, the, here's the progress and here's what we've either pushed out or here's what's scheduled to come out. That is tied to what our rocks are for that quarter we call those cascades where each department is sort of cascading their information to the other members of the company and hopefully everyone kind of has a good general sense of what those are going to be in advance because we're putting those into slack but that's like the opportunity for you know kind of more like finalization of the thing to be announced and everyone feels good and comfortable and can ask any final questions so that's kind of where we do updates.
0: Yeah, and so you've, you've shared a little bit about kind of some of the bigger goals that we have, but talk to us a little bit more about some of the goals that we're working on at The Receptionist or any that we've reached recently that you want to highlight for our listeners.
1: Uh, yeah, so the first one is kind of what we're working on currently, which is this education kind of theme. Um, and some of the goals that we have in there is to go in and, you know, like improve documentation and improve some of our bots that we're using in, in customer experience, customer support. We also want to improve our, and where this kind of came from is we noticed at the leadership level, we had just finished our annual NPS survey and we were hearing a lot of back from people who were saying, I wish it had this feature. And we were like, but we have that feature. <laughs> so we obviously didn't yeah. do the job of like educating our customers that, Hey, this feature is available. So we went back and we, we said, okay, education is going to be the theme for this quarter. And we kind of brainstormed some ideas around, well, how could we better educate customers? so. You know, like my, myself and Jessica, the director of customer experience, uh, we work together to kind of put together some in-app announcements around new features. Jessica and Michael, the director of marketing, they work together on creating kind of like a new uh, monthly newsletter for our customers. But then we also have things in education where it's like internal education. We're, we're currently, you know, onboarding people fairly quickly, you know, one, one every couple months here. And onboarding is always one of those, you know, you got to come in and you have to educate someone on how things are done in the company. So we just brought on Kaylee, the business development rep. And so she's helping us go through and look at all of our onboarding processes and kind of documenting some of those things so that it makes it smoother and easier for, for new people. And then I'm also working with Tom, our director of sales, on a project to kind of go out and talk to more of our customers to get educate ourselves about how they're using our software so we can better manage and improve things that solve needs that they have. That's kind of in the quarter. Then a couple of quarters ago, we had a really fun one where we focused on efficiency, where the goal was to make ourselves better and be able to do more without adding more people and look at ways that we can Uh, Improve efficiencies in everyone's role. So the kind of the task was let's go out and try and save, you know, I I think it was like a thousand hours or something like that of time for a given quarter. And we knew that if we did that, it would make us more efficient and allow us to, you know, free up those thousand hours to do other things and get better at other things. So everyone worked on things from, you know, like improving the onboarding flow and how, and creating videos for for folks to looking at internal processes for like how we do billing and things like that. We improved efficiencies there. And we actually ended up beating our goal of a thousand hours. I think we hit like 1100 or 1200 hours or something like that. of wow. And yeah, so that was, that was a really fun quarter because we all got together and you know celebrated both in Slack because we were kind of counting things down and keeping yeah. like, things in spreadsheets and stuff like that. But then because we have that quarterly get together, like, you know, in the happy hour and stuff like that, you know, it was a big celebration time to be able to, You know, congratulate each other and pat ourselves on the back for you know knowing that okay, we invested in ourselves to get better, and now that's good. That means that we're going to be even better going forward.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up kind of Slack and how we check in because it's not just that daily check in at the beginning of how things are going, but there's really this you know celebration and encouragement via Slack in the office. You know, kind of celebrating the the progress and then reaching these rocks when they happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think that's part of what makes it, you know, exciting is because really everyone is collaborating on it. Um, and even if it's not directly, uh, you know, the, it's not the sales team's goal, right. But they want to see everyone else succeed. It's all working together, which is really, I think, special and helps, helps us achieve the goals and rocks that we set for ourselves. Absolutely. So, what do you think, is there anything else that makes it unique about how we kind of set up our goals and, and work on them that other companies could adopt, especially if they're in a more traditional goals come down from higher up and I have to work on them? Is there anything that you think listeners could take from, from what it is that we do?
1: I mean, I think whatever you can do to try and interject retros into your process of goal setting and goal achieving and like when there is a, a failure or a miss, like try and learn from it. It, and if you're, if goals are too easy to achieve, that's another thing that I've kind of seen is, you know, like goals are like really just status quo, almost table stakes in some places. Like the other thing yeah. that I think companies could really benefit from is is trying to stretch a little bit and make it a big, hairy, audacious, like something that, that is really stretches you because that's how you crawl as a human is when you're, when you're doing something that feels a little bit uncomfortable. You know, if, if a goal doesn't feel uncomfortable, you're probably not doing it right. Now, if it doesn't feel, Achievable at all, then you're probably setting yourself up for to, to be demotivated at the end. You yeah. want to go too far the other way. You want to be on that, you know, just uh, feeling a little uncomfortable. So you know, whatever you can do to kind of like challenge the uh, the existing leadership to say, hey, can we, you know, bump this goal up by another five or ten percent? I think that's really good. Whatever you can do to to introduce themes to really unify people, I think that's one thing that that re- has really helped us out. You know, it feels like everyone's then pulling in the same direction, doing something that's very similar, even though you know, everything's kind of still in different departments, you're all kind of working together. So it increases that collaborative nature in your organization. So I think those would be the things that hopefully people can take away and apply in their existing, their existing companies.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think even when, you know, like we said, the goals are kind of given down from the higher up, you can also think about how you work towards that goal and what energy can I put into it and, you know, set your own personal goals. Yeah. that relate to that bigger goal and make those more challenging and push yourself there and maybe stay, stay more motivated and excited as you work towards the, the bigger company goals. Even if you're not super excited about those and they were just handed to you, right. find ways to make them fun and interesting and exciting for yourself to stay Absolutely. motivated. Yeah. Well, great. Any final thoughts for us today, Dylan, before we finish up? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, thank you so much for your time and sharing some insight with everybody about how we do goals here at The Receptionist. Thank you, Sarah. We hope that you got some good insight into happiness, what we've got going on to ensure that our team and our clients are happy, and maybe what you would like to do to increase the satisfaction or measure that satisfaction for your own clients and customers. And if you'd like to check out our two-week free trial with no credit card required and to see what we do to make our potential customers and then customers happy, check us out at thereceptionist.com.